Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio, here on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is great to be with you today. What a great weekend we have in the Premier League. Uh, lots of really exciting matches to watch and some uh, some surprises along the way, I would say. Uh, we'll look back at this last weekend in the Premier League, and we'll also compare it to my notes and suggestions of uh, maybe where you should... Uh, you're going to bet where you should put a few bob. Uh, let's get to it. We'll do all of that. And, of course, it is a Champions League week. So we're going to talk about the Champions League. And I'm going to give you my picks for both the Tuesday and the Wednesday matches in the UEFA Champions League, which is, uh, I'd say, the second greatest show on earth right after the Premier League. All right. Well, I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app. I welcome you to the show as well. It is great to have you with me. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry. You can always catch it on our podcast network. That is at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, a podcast network where you can find this podcast and lots of other great podcasts as well. And if you want to find me on social media, you can do that. I am on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'm on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, that's the best, best place to reach me. And I uh, love to hear from my listeners. Uh, there are a number of listeners that uh, reach out to me on a regular basis, and uh, we have some great chats when the show is not going on. I'm Monday with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. If you're one of those early bird type people watching or listening on Sports Overnight America, that's Monday through Friday. I bring you the best, absolute best of the global game. I'd like to welcome to the show all of the men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. I know I mentioned you already, but it is so great to have you with me. Uh, I do hear from a lot of you, and it is a lot of fun. And, um, you know, thank you for your service. I'm a veteran myself, so uh, I do know what you go through and uh, really do appreciate everything that you do uh some great matches this weekend just wrapped up i suppose leicester city a big surprise result uh certainly liverpool's thumping of watford something to talk about let's talk about west ham over everton let's talk about steve bruce's uh unfortunate loss the first match with the saudis at the helm lots to get to and again champions league so i'm going to step aside take a break and be right back with more after this All right, welcome back to the show. That was Gang. That's Gang of Four. Uh, if you don't know who they are, great band from the uh, very late 70s into the early 80s. One of my absolute favorites. And uh, Andy Gill, who was the guitarist of Gang of Four, sadly died uh, not too long ago. But uh, with almost all original members, the band is still touring and playing. And they have a new tour in March. They're not playing my hometown of Las Vegas, which is a bummer. But they are playing in L.A., so I will go over there and see them in March at the Roxy 
Gang of Four. Uh, love them. All right. Well, look, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, I'm Nick Gieber. The Premier League is getting very, very interesting indeed. And, um, <laughs> you know, it just when we were like match day four or so, uh, we were looking at the table saying, wow, you know, look at Man United. They're currently in third place, uh, doing really well. They only had, uh, they'd only dropped two points out of what, five matches? It's been a very rough period for Manchester United, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is under a lot of pressure. Now, whether you think he's staying or he's going, he is currently the oddsmaker's favorite to be the next manager after Steve Bruce to get fired. Now, I don't like to bet on the sack race, but I do like to bet on the matches, as you know. And every Friday is our Premier League Pundits Preview and Prognostication show and pick show for another P for you. And we're going to do some of that later today as well as we get into the Champions League. Uh, I have to tell you, though, about Bet Online because that is where I use, where I go to make my sports bets. And Bet Online are back, and they're better than ever. They have a brand new web interface for the start of basketball season, which is coming up, by the way. And they got more props, odds, and lines than ever before across all sports, I might add. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and gridiron, and of course, all your soccer action, whether it's Premier League, any of the European leagues, Major League Soccer, Europa League, Champions League, etc., etc. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50%. Just use the promo code BLEAV50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, soccer, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. By the way, I hit for 2800 bucks last night on video poker. Got dealt a royal flush. Never happens. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. And we are brought to you by Bet Online. So, Man United, a horrible 4 2 defeat. And, you know, there's lots of interesting discussion going around the football world. And people talking about how the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo, in many respects, is could be the death knell of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, they're not suggesting, and actually some people are suggesting, that maybe Ronaldo just gets fed up and goes to complain to ownership, and even at 36 years old, he still has the power to get a legend like Solskjaer replaced. But I don't think he would do that. But I think, you know, when you add a player who is arguably right now in the world one of the four best players in the world, a guy who is... You know, a player that's mentioned in the same breath, breath as Diego Maradona and Pele, for good reason, I might add. I <laughs> just, just understand that. Um, you know, if you're not winning matches, if you're losing 4-2 at the King Power, then there's a big problem. People are going to say, look, we've supported you. We've given you Rafael Varane. We've given you Bruno Fernandes. Fernandez. We've given you Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, you know, it, it, you know we, we've given you everybody you wanted. And where are the results? And, it, you know, what are we now, four seasons into Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? I mean, his win rate is decent. But is he really the manager to take them to the next step? But then the question you have to ask yourself is, if if... Solskjaer gets the boot. Who the hell they get? 
I mean, Antonio Conte, he's kind of the biggest manager that's out there right now. But does that really seem to you like the profile, uh, like the type of guy that would go to Man United right now? With that pantheon of global stars who are not clicking properly, that is a minefield for any manager to venture into. I would suggest to you, and you can hear my dog barking, I would suggest to you that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will stick around for a while and will not be the next casualty in the managerial wars. Uh, Clearly, Steve Bruce will be the next casualty in the managerial wars. But where about who who Newcastle going to replace him with and why is another question unto itself. And, of course, Newcastle getting uh, a a disappointing uh, result. I think that's a good word, right? Wouldn't you say a disappointing result? New Saudi owners take over, and I think there was an expectation that they would rise to the occasion. Now, it was a very, you know, tough match against Tottenham because Harry Kane's finding some form again. But again, if Newcastle fire the manager, just who exactly do they get? Who who takes over at Newcastle? Who, despite how much money Daddy Warbucks has, who is going to rescue that team from oblivion and relegation? A team that has conceded 19 goals in eight matches. And yeah, they've scored 10. And, and, and that's if there's anything that you can look at that say there's kind of like a golden lining, that would be it. They've conceded 19. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, look, it's not, it's not often that you get a situation where a manager comes in and all of a sudden turns the team around. That happens very rarely. The last example of that I can remember or, or that comes to mind is a very recent one. It's the departure of Frank Lampard and the arrival of Thomas Tuchel, who basically took the same team and turned them into a potential you know, elevator-dropping team, despite the names on the team, to what is essentially right now a, uh, you know, a team at the top of the table. So, is that person out there for Newcastle? Is there a Thomas Tuchel out there for Newcastle? Uh, and I don't know who it is. Do you know who it is? I, I, I don't know. It's not my dog. My dog is won't shut up for a minute. Now, Steve Bruce, on the other hand, you know, is he the... <laughs> He, he, you know, look, Steve Bruce is a very uninspiring manager. I've never met him. I hear he's a lovely guy. But, you know, it's like the lovely guy that is uh, steering the Titanic already hit the iceberg. And now the question is, you know, can they patch the ship or is it going to be every man and woman to the lifeboat? No, by the way, we don't have enough. Because if Newcastle get relegated, it's going to make... Uh, it could mean one of two things. Number one is it's going to make the Saudis' job, uh, you know, somebody's head's going to roll, literally, because <laughs> it's Saudi Arabia. But on the other hand, if they get relegated, is that not an excuse to just fire everybody and start from scratch? And build 
a Premier League team in the championship, kick butt in the championship, and then promote, get yourself promoted into the Premier League and have, you know, your everything your way. You're not picking up some cancerous old body. And by the way, I'm not talking about Steve Bruce. I'm talking about, about Newcastle as a whole. I mean, it's an option, right? It's an option. I mean, Arsenal have looked down the face of the abyss as well. I mean, they're not in the relegation zone, but that's only, you know, by dint of a nice little run they put together. So much to talk about. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'm with you each and every weeknight, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Hope you're enjoying the show despite the yappy dog. I'll be right back after this. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do Alright, welcome back to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber, a pleasure to be with you as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday on these very networks and again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time on Sports Overnight America a lot to get to today. Still, we've got to talk about the weekend in the Premier League and, of course, look forward to this week in the Champions League. Some uh, wonderfully mouth-watering fixtures in the Champions League uh, to look forward to. But let's look back at the weekend that was in the Premier League and really just kind of get an idea, an understanding, a uh, situational awareness of where the problems are in the league right now because there are some big problems but let's start with my picks Watford Liverpool Vicarage Road I told you to take Liverpool at minus 285 by the way we are presented to you by betonline.ag and uh, actually that was a 5-0 scoreline I have said on this show and historically the data backs me up here the teams generally that score the most goals pretty much usually win the league doesn't doesn't happen every year i mean it, it, sometimes it's a little bit off but on the whole the team that scores the most takes home the most silverware liverpool have scored 22 goals in eight matches which is if you think about it a um pretty astounding number right They've also only conceded uh, six goals, which is three more than Chelsea, three more than Man City. However, if you look at the goals that Liverpool have conceded, they conceded two to Man City, three to Brentford, okay? So five of the six goals were conceded over two matches out of the eight. If you were to take that somewhat anomalous Brentford three goals... By the way, I don't mean anomalous in terms of the fact that Brentford didn't didn't uh, didn't earn it. Oh boy, by goodness they did. But you know, it's 
was unliverpool like much like that what 7 7 1 or 7 0 throbbing drubbing last year they got at the hands of aston villa but i want to get into that the point that i'm making is i predicted 2 1 it was 5 0 liverpool won minus 285 you were happy now leicester man united was interesting because i didn't think man united were going to win this match but i wasn't quite sure that leicester was it take a draw at plus 260 as it turns out this was an awful awful day for man united who are now winless in their last three in the premier league with losses against leicester a draw against everton and a loss against villa this one coming away at the king power leicester winning four goals to two I did not get that one right, so that's, you know, one one strike against, I guess. Next up, Aston Villa Wolves. You know, Villa have been playing some wonderful football, and their losses were like Chelsea and Tottenham, and I just didn't think they were going to lose to Wolves, who were really struggling. But, you know, Wolves had won two in a row. They beat Southampton. They beat Newcastle. But then anyone can beat Newcastle. And they went to Villa Park and won 3-2. So I got that one dead wrong. I said take Villa plus 120. Bad, bad pick from me. Okay, so so far I'm one out of three, which is pretty poor. Norwich-Brighton. I said you want to take Norwich. And actually it was a draw. That would have played plus 245. I'm sorry I let you down. Southampton leads. I said take Leeds United. And guess what? Wrong pick. Southampton wins one goal to nil. So, so far, I'm doing really, really poorly, right? I mean, how huge was that win for Southampton, right? They were right above the drop zone. That win takes them up to seven points. Man City, Burnley, I said, take Man City. Well, I mean, yeah, it was kind of like a no-brainer. I said 2-0, it was 3-0. So there you go, that's two. And finally, Brentford, Chelsea, I said, take the draw. Because, you know, I've seen Brentford play these quote-unquote big clubs to a standstill, and uh, they actually nearly did it with Chelsea. Chelsea eked out the goal to win the game. They deserved it. Brentford played great. I got that one wrong, but, you know... Don't ever assume because Brentford are a promoted team, they're going to lose a match no matter who they're playing. So uh, overall, I would say that was a pretty terrible day I had on Saturday. I got the Liverpool one right, that's one. Um, I got the Man City one right, that's two. So that's three, four, five, six. Two out of eight. Wow, sucks. Sunday, Everton, West Ham. I said, take Everton. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> oh, boy. Rafa Benitez against David Moyes. And uh, looks like uh, David Moyes came out on top. So I got that one wrong. Newcastle, Tottenham. I said, take the draw. Forget it. Newcastle lost. And uh, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. I said, take the Gunners. And it was a draw. All right, guys. I, I get it. I got... 20% last weekend. That is a terrible, terrible statistic. And I am absolutely shocked and embarrassed. By the way, we talk about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his time ticking away. Tick, tick, tick. 
Some people think it's, you know, imminent. Other people think, you know, he may have some breathing room. For me personally, I think any thoughts of getting rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is stupidity unless you have someone lined up that you want to take his spot, take his place. And I don't know if they do. I mean, I don't know who who would it be. You tell me, right? I mean, I, I don't know who it would be. I don't. I really don't have a clue. Same problem again. Same, exactly the same problem at Newcastle. I mean, who who takes over? No idea. By the way, the Athletic reporting, it is said Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will not be sacked. Despite the fact he's only won four of eight matches this season. I don't think he should be sacked. I didn't think, uh, what's his face, that Watford should have been sacked. I mean, you know, I think sometimes, you know, they pull the trigger on these managers so quickly. And... I think it's because they need a they need a scapegoat, and and the fact is they don't want to. If they blame the players, that's going to affect whatever chemistry you you may or may not have in the locker room. And if you blame the players, you're indirectly blaming management that signed them, and you can't blame management because they're management. So the only person person that you're really going to legitimately blame is going to be the manager. And when I say manager management, I don't mean the coaching staff. I literally mean the front office, the people with the money. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. So what did Newcastle do? Do they fire Steve Bruce? Do they bring in an unknown entity? Do they let his assistant take over? But is his assistant going to do any any better than he's going to do? Is his assistant going to, uh, you know, have some magic that he's going to stir up in a pot? I don't think so. By the way, England given a one-match stadium ban for the uh, fracas against Hungary, although that was Hungarian fans... by my understanding, beating up on police because police were trying to control the racial epithets being hurled at a, a uh, stadium worker by one of the Hungarian fans. So I don't understand why England get the stadium banned, but oh well, take it. Take it with, uh, you know, take it like a man. Or was that my... Uh, favorite Kevin Bloody Wilson song, Bend Over and Take It Like a Man. <laughs> you know, if you've never heard uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson, you should definitely check him out. All right, uh, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. We've got a lot to get to when we come back. Let's talk Champions League football. Uh, some really, really good matches coming up. We're going to have to chat about them. I'm going to give you my picks, and I promise you, absolutely promise you, I will do better than I did before, which was, you know, 20%. I will do a lot better than 20%. So when you go to betonline.ag and put your money in, 
Uh, I promise I'll do better than that return for you because that was that was pretty awful, to be fair. So a quick look at the table shows Chelsea on top, Liverpool second, only by a point. Man City, uh, a point behind them, and third. Then you get two points between Brighton and Tottenham, who are now up to fifth. Man United at 14 points, Hammers at 14 points, Everton at 14 points. Kind of the cream rising back to the top, Leicester City with 11. A very disappointing draw for Arsenal against Crystal Palace. Patrick Vieira doing a number and taking some points for his own old team. All right, uh, find our podcast on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, You can find us there right after this show is over. And uh, don't forget to find me on social media, Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after this. All right. Uh, I welcome you back to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Nick Eber with you here Monday through Friday. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. A damn good place to go if you want to place a sports bet, I have to tell you. Uh, Okay, we're talking about the Champions League because we did the Premier League, talked about that, we talked about some other stuff, and I have been threatening you that I'm going to give you my picks for the Champions League football this week, and we do have matches on two days. Now, as I speak to you, I realize I have dropped my sheet with all of the... There we go. Now I've got it back in my hands. Fabulous. Um, So we have Champions League matches Tuesday. We have Champions League matches Wednesday. And even though we are still pretty early on in the uh, group stages of the Champions League, we're not as far back as you might think. If we look at the groups, I mean, we are two matches in. Every team is playing six. So we're a third of the way through, okay? And Group A, obviously PSG and Bruges. I say obviously because Man City would be the one that you would expect to really be uh, challenging PSG at the top of that group, but they're not because they they lost to PSG. Group B, Liverpool are perfect. Atletico behind. Big match coming up uh, between Liverpool and Atletico in Spain. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Porto and Milan. Uh, currently, Milan currently winless uh, in that group. Uh, group C... We have Ajax, Dortmund, Besiktas, and Sporting. Uh, Ajax and Dortmund, one and two, Besiktas and Sporting are um, yet to get a point in that group. Uh, Group D is the shocker group of the year, where Sheriff have two wins, two games. They've only conceded one goal. And I think the shocker for Sharif is, I mean, look, Shakhtar Donetsk, 2-0. And then beating Real Madrid 2-1 at the Bernabeu. I mean, you know, that was the shock result, right? But they get to go to Italy and play Inter Milan at the San Siro. That'll be a very interesting match. That's coming up uh, tomorrow on the 19th. They still have to host Inter at home, host Madrid at home, and go to Kiev in Ukraine to play there. So we're going to get to that. Uh, Bayern, Benfica, Dinamo, Kiev, 1, 2, and 3. Barcelona, Winless, zero points in two matches in Group E. Group F, Man United, one win, one loss. They're currently behind Atalanta and Young Boys. I believe United playing Atalanta. Group C, Salzburg, Sevilla, Wolfsburg, and uh, Lille. 
Salzburg on top. Group H, we have Juve on top, Chelsea second, and I suppose, you know, I suppose the shocker was Chelsea losing 1-0 at Turin. But it shouldn't really be a shocker. Juve are a very good side. So, setting up the groups, that's where we are. Now, let's set up the group matches because that's what's so interesting. Manchester City will play Bruges. And that match is... In Bruges, at the Jan Breyer Stadion, one would accept one would expect Manchester City to win that game. But this is the same Man City that lost two 0 to PSG, but PSG are Bruges, so I would expect Man City to win that game. So I'm going to pick Man City, and the odds makers would agree, big favorites minus three seventy at BetOnline.ag. Bruges plus one hundred plus eleven hundred. I would not take them. For what it's worth, that's a long shot. If ever there was a long shot, the next match, which is quite interesting actually, is Sporting Lisbon going to Besiktas in the battle of the two winless teams. Sporting let in a few more goals than Besiktas had, but you know I actually like the draw on this one. A plus 240. That's what I'm going to take, the draw between Besiktas and Sporting Lisbon. The next match in Paris. Well, let's uh, move right back, shall we, to Group A, where PSG will continue to pull away from the pack. I believe City will have six points. PSG will have seven points because I believe they are going to beat Leipzig, although don't get me wrong, Leipzig are a good side, but they have conceded eight goals, including six against Man City. Oh, and they conceded uh, two against Bruges. So, uh, you know, for my money, Leipzig, mm, no, PSG. And, you know, surprisingly, when I look at the odds here, PSG are only minus 200. And And I know that's a minus number, and, you know, when we're betting, we like plus money. But, Minus 200 for a team like PSG against Leipzig. You've got to take that. Next up, the match I'm most looking forward to tomorrow. Atletico are playing Liverpool in Madrid at the Estadio Metropolitano. Liverpool beating Porto 5-1, beating Milan 3-2. Atleti uh, tied with Porto, beat Milan 2-1. I have to like Liverpool for this. They are the favorites. They're not huge favorites, by the way. Minus 125, Atleti are plus 235. But I'm going to go with the away team here, go with Liverpool. Uh, Next up, let's go to Portugal, where Porto will host AC Milan. That is a, a very interesting match. for a lot of reasons. At home, Porto, plus 145. I mean, there's not a lot between these teams. There's really not. I mean, first of all, Porto have one point. Milan have yet to win. 
Porto tied Atleti nil nil, which was a good result away in Spain. They got whomped by Liverpool, but who doesn't? Okay. And Milan got beaten by Liverpool and beaten by Atleti. There's very little in between them, and the odds would seem to suggest that. So I'm thinking maybe home pitch is enough, or maybe, maybe a draw to pick there. But I'm actually going to say, oh, I'm going to say a draw. No, I don't want to. I want to say Porto, plus 145. There we go. Next up, Shakhtar Donetsk will play Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid doing better than their Spanish cousins, Barcelona. And I say that smilingly because, uh, obviously, if you know the you know the po- the politics between uh, Spain and the Catalans, uh, you know that's they are far from brothers. <laughs> but, uh, an interesting, an interesting match. I'm going to take Real Madrid, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Real Madrid, right? Shakhtar are winless. Madrid have won. They're just a better team. And even though, um, where is this, at the Donbass? Oh, no, this is in Kiev at the Olympic Stadium. This is a way. Mm, that kind of changes it. I, I'm thinking maybe, uh, yeah, just take Madrid at minus 180 on that. We'll take the away team. All right, next up, Inter Milan versus Sharif. Sharif, the surprise package, folks. They beat Madrid 2-1. They beat Shakhtar 2-0. And now they're going to go face a mighty Inter Milan who lost to Real Madrid and tied Shakhtar. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it. If Let's have fun with it. Let's go with Sharif at plus 1,400 for this one. Ajax Borussia Dortmund. Uh, that's another good game, by the way. Um, they're both on top with six points. Ajax are actually looking very good in this group. But, I mean, it's... One of these groups where, uh, you know, Sporting's not that great. But on the other hand, Ajax beat Sporting 5-1. And Besiktas 2-0. And Dortmund beat Besiktas 2-1. And they only beat Sporting. It's not like, you know, if they beat them by this much, then I'm obviously better if I beat them by more. Different styles. Uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Ajax. They are at home, plus 125. Uh, The odds makers would be aligned with me. All right, let's... Move along, shall we? Let's go quickly to Wednesday's matches, just because we can. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg versus Wolfsburg. Uh, A lot of Bergs going on here. I'm going to take Red Bull Salzburg at home, plus 105. Barcelona, Dinamo Kiev. Well, maybe it's time Barcelona got on the board, huh? I mean, how the mighty have fallen. Barcelona, dead bottom... Of Group E, two matches, no wins, no draws, two losses. That was a 3-0 loss to Bayern and a 3-0 loss, surprisingly, away in Lisbon to Benfica. Now they're playing Dinamo, who drew Benfica, got whomped by Bayern 5-0. I have to go with Barcelona on this. I mean, they're at home. They're at Camp Nou. It's been a crappy season for them. Uh, yeah, Barcelona minus 410. Man United, Atalanta. God, Man United are awful right now. They really are. And Atalanta currently top of that group. Atalanta playing beautifully, beating, uh, with tying uh, Villarreal 2-2, uh, beating Young Boys 1-0. United losing to Young Boys. 
and beating Villarreal 2-1. I mean, on paper, United should win this at minus 130. I'll take minus 130. Let's take United. Young boys, Villarreal. I'll take Villarreal over young boys at plus 125. Lille, Sevilla. I will take Sevilla at plus 120. Chelsea, Malmo. Well, you kind of have to take Chelsea. And at minus 1,100, folks, uh, and Malmo at plus 2,900, there's no value in betting this one, but I would take Chelsea anyway. Zenit, Juve. I'm going to take the away team, Juve, at plus 125. And finally, Benfica, Bayern Munich. I will take the big favorite, the away Germans, Bayern Munich, at Benfica, minus 240. So I know we had a lot to do, and I know I've just kind of been running through giving you my picks. I haven't really been giving you match analysis, but when you do this many Champions League games, I just got to put on the, all on the line for you, you know? It's really the only fair thing to do, right? You don't want me to mince words or beat around the bush. You say, Nick, give me those picks, because I'm going to head over to betonline.ag right now. So, it's exactly what I'm doing. Look, love the Champions League. Yeah, we are, th- this match will put us firmly in the middle of the group stages. And at the end of this Champions League weekend, uh, a week, I think we'll have a, a, a really solid idea of where things go. You know, some of the big stories, obviously, are Man United going to turn it around? Are Barcelona going to turn it around? Or are they going to find themselves out of the tournament watching Bayern and Benfica go forward? Are Sharif going to shock the world and go to the knockout stages? Ajax. Well, you know what you say about Ajax? Yeah, they're a small team in a small league. but They're a big team in a small league. But, you know, Ajax always, these Dutch teams always surprise. And up at the top, Liverpool. Are they going to continue their dominance? Is it going to be another run to another Champions League final? And then, of course, Man City. Are they going to finally get what they came here for? That's really the question, isn't it? And Chelsea, will they be able to leapfrog Juve? So these are the stories that we're looking at in the Champions League. We'll know a lot more when we're back on the air with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. In the meantime, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Let's uh, continue the chat outside of just the show. If you want to download the podcast, please do that wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, or you can head over to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network, and check us out there. All right. I'll be right back to wrap it up after this. All right, welcome back. Welcome to Radio Nick Eber with you. So many big stories we continue to follow in the world of football. We'll be following them all week, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 9, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Um, I gave you a whole boatload of picks for this week's midweek Champions League matches. Uh, very quickly, I'll recap them for you without going into any particularly great detail. Uh, all the odds are courtesy of betonline.ag. Uh, Tuesday, take Man City over Bruges, Man City at minus 370. Take uh, a draw between the Besiktas and Lisbon. Take PSG over Leipzig. Again, PSG minus 200. What a bargain. Take Liverpool over Atleti at plus 125. Plus money for Liverpool, folks. You have to take it. Porto over AC Milan. Shakhtar over Real Madrid. You're going to take Sharif over Inter for the upset of the week at plus 1,400. 
Ajax over Borussia Dortmund on Wednesday's matches take Red Bull over Wolfsburg Barcelona finally getting some points on the board against Dinamo Kiev Man United will beat Atalanta at Old Trafford Young Boys Villarreal the Spaniards will beat Young Boys go for Villarreal plus 125 Lille Sevilla I'm going to take Sevilla over Lille plus 120 Chelsea Malmo take Chelsea minus 1100 no value there Zenit over Juve take Juve plus 125 and finally Bayern Munich over Benfica Bayern Munich minus 240 Uh, I know that's a lot to get you to sort of gather your thoughts around but that's where I see this midweek Champions League matches going Uh, you know hopefully I'll do better than I did on my Premier League picks which was only 20% last weekend probably the worst ever to be fair I I can't remember ever being worse well look we'll pick it up again tomorrow we continue to monitor the steve bruce situation that is really a fascinating one and one that i think we're all going to eagerly await to see what happens and by the way we should also talk about arsenal dropping points against palace now you know everyone's talking about oligona solskjaer but no one really uh well is anyone really talking about Mikel arteta All right, folks, that'll wrap the show up. Hope you have a great night. I'll chat to you tomorrow right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.